Welcome back to the podcast. Now offering the Inspired Incompetence credit card. Earn many points when you shop online. How's everybody doing? Just swimming in many points. Huh. Okay, so we're finally making some decent progress into Roslar's tomb. And, uh, uh-oh, Yannick the Manic Wekubu is standing right in front of you. <laughs> oh, that was mine. <laughs> What do, you, what do you mean? What, what are you talking yours? about, Tom? Oh, God, it's gone now. There's no evidence to, of it. You feeling all right? <laughs> you okay? Uh, so yeah, he says, I've been waiting for you. Uh, I'm sorry, who are you? I'm the one who will kill you in this tomb. Everybody roll initiative. God damn it. New character. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Oh, okay, perfect. I mean... <laughs> He might Everything's not. out to kill me, but yeah. Vipira. Uh, sorry, fifteen. Rogar. Sixteen. Randolph. Twenty-four. Ooh. Utrid. Just twenty. Okay, up first is Randolph. I'm gonna walk up. If you think you're gonna kill him, you're gonna have to go through me, and that's also me. So me and me and and them and then me again. And I'm just going to walk right up to this guy and fight him. Okay. Scythe time. 21. So, uh, real quick, did, did your phantom spend just a single move action to get to where it is? Uh, yeah, I think so. He was here. 5, 10, 15, 25, 30. Okay. If I could get him here, I would, but I don't think I can. Well, you can as a second move action, so it wouldn't have any turns left, but you would both be benefiting from outflank. Oh, that all right. Yeah, let's do that then. That's cool. All right, so go ahead. Randolph, what's your attack? So we surround him, and then uh, I hit him for a 23. 25. You 25. add four to it without flank. Yeah. I had four to it? That's, That's the benefit of outflank. When you're flanking with your phantom, you add four oh, to your attack I, instead you add, of two. You add two. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, shit. 25, baby. Outflank is the best. 25 totally hits. Sweet. Nine damage. Okay. And it would be more if my phantom was able to go, but he had to take a, a little extra walk around this guy, so he, he doesn't do anything. All right. So, yeah, I basically just say you got to get through me and me and them. And I scythe him in the face. Okay. And the, the phantom looks menacing. I'll tell you what. Uh, up next is Uhtred. Uhtred is going to cast mirror images. Okay. And then he's going to move up to this square. So not quite up to uh, Yannick. And then the griffin's going to move up to here. Okay. Like next to the plasm, and it'll do a bite attack. All right. Oh, and uh, I'll roll my mirrors, which is 1d4 plus... Plus 2 at 6th level, I believe. I think so, too. Nice. And I max rolled it. So there's 6 mirrors plus me. So there's 7 me's. Nice. Okay. Uh, Griffin got a 14 versus Yannick's flat-footed AC, and that's not going to hit. Yeah, but he gets—he's uh, flanking with the overflank boys, so plus. One. Well, he doesn't have overflank as a teamwork feat, and also he's not flanking. So, no. look how big he is—he's flanking. Yeah, no, he's not. Uh, Yando's turn. All right, so Yando is going to step up next to Vipira, uh, still kind of like out of the room down the hall a little bit, and he's going to uh, full attack on Yannick. Who has, who's going to unfortunately have some cover behind uh, Randolph, but Yando thinks uh, he might just might just be worth it. So that's one hit, two hits. And he's just gritting his teeth as he pulls his bow back. Goddamn abominations. Okay. Foom, foom. Yando's two arrows sink into Yannick with some, uh, some satisfaction. Up next is Rogar. Okay. Rogiar is going to fly so that he is floating above Uhtred. Okay. And he is going to uh, take a burn to empower a blast. Yeah, it's a 15 to hit. 15 does not beat Yannick's flat-footed AC. 
Up next is Vipira. <sighs> Vipira runs forward into that little space there. So you can, if you want, you can go right here. Oh. You would. That would be difficult terrain, so you wouldn't be able to five foot step away from that. Well, I uh, can. But you would be. Because I have those uh, little ballet boots. Oh, okay. Uh, and that would technically make you flanking with the griffin. Yes. <laughs> Our crew dealt with you once. We'll deal with you again. And finally gets to use the sneak attack bonuses. Holy shit. I don't even remember what they are anymore. 22 to hit. 22 will hit. Uh, for 12 damage. Okay. Take a minus 2 to AC. Uh, okay. It is now Yannick's turn. He talked a big game, but he's going last. So, uh, oh well. Uh, he's going to uh, lunge out and gnash his teeth at Randolph. Yes, yes. This sounds familiar. And that's going to be a 19 to hit. A 19? Ooh, that does hit. Okay, so you're going to take 8 points of damage from the bite, and Ooh. then I'm going to need a will save. Oh yeah, these will saves are like super crucial important. Like, cannot miss one. Uh, 18? You have a hero point. <laughs> this is the first thing I'm going to do on this guy to use my hero point. Oh, you know what? Well, technically you have two. Technically, I have even more, because I got this like luck-based uh, thing that I did. It's pretty cool. So, are you using that? My Lux? It would be lucky not to get crushed by this thing, whatever will save it is. How does the luck work again? It's exactly like the bonus function of the hero point. Uh, Once per day, you can give yourself a plus eight bonus to any d20 roll or retroactively a plus four. Yeah, let's retroactive the plus four and uh, call it my lucky... My lucky ducky um, feet there. Yeah, so uh, Randolph has taken some pretty awesome human-specific feats. Luck was uh, part of the reason he's able to meet up with you guys. You don't know yeah. that, but... Yeah. <laughs> so, there it is. Inexplicable luck is the one. Yeah. Once per day, as a free action, before a roll is made, you, can, you gain a plus eight bonus on any single d20 roll. You can also use this after the roll is made, but it's only a plus four. Yep. So he's got like a once-per-day hero point. Pretty much. Pretty sweet. Uh, okay, so that gives you a 22. 22 is better. 22 passes. Yes! Would an 18 have passed? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, it's like right on the line there, where you, you're not super confident <laughs> in an 18. Like, it feels good, but then you get told that it's not good, and you're like, oh, yep. fuck. <laughs> so Yannick's now, uh, he's going to wind back for a slam on uh, Randolph. What? How many moves? What's his action economy? <laughs> Full attack action. This guy's crazy. You know, this is what happens when you move up to them before they get a turn. They yeah. get to do yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So that's yeah, a yeah, yeah. 27 to hit. Oh, 27. Yeah, no, 27 hits. Okay. Ooh, that's 12 points of damage. Okay. And okay. I'm going to need another will save. All right, I'm going to use a hero point on this <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to do it before I roll. All right, for that plus eight. Jesus Christ. 31. 31 passes. Whew. And uh, he's then going to turn, uh, direct his second slam onto Vipira. Good. So that's going to be a 26 to hit. Yeah, that hits. So you take seven points of damage from the slam, and I need a will save. Yeah, Vipira's going to use a hero point. Okay. And Vipira got a 21. A 21 will pass. Uh, And so then, when he's done with his full attack action, as a five-foot step equivalent action, uh, he just sinks below the surface of the the rock floor. Little bitch just five-foot steps downward. (laughs) Uh, And it is now uh, Randolph's turn. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to take a five-foot step behind Viperia here and uh, cast a heal on myself. Okay. Defensively, of course. Okay. So that's a 21, obviously pass. And now... Oh, yes. Cure thee moderately. 
Nice. 22. All right. Nope. It already Wait, added the plus six. What? Oh, shit. 16. All right. <laughs> and um, let's bring my phantom over to me and have him give me that shield bonus that we've uh, all grown so fond of. Okay. And unless I have more actions, that's that's it. I believe that's it. Lutrid. I'm going to use a swift action to change my scimitar into a plus one keen scimitar. Okay. And then I'm going to hold my action that if... No. You know what I'm going to do? Instead of holding my action, I'm going to cast Shocking Grasp. Okay. It's Yando's turn, and he's going to stay put. He holds... He's going to hold an action. As soon as he sees Yannick pop up, he's going to uh, let an arrow loose. He's kind of scanning the room. Where are you, you bastard? And uh, Rogar, it's your turn. All right. Rogar is going to uh, float south five feet into the corner. Still floating near the ceiling as much as possible. And he is also going to ready an air blast for when uh, Yannick shows himself. Okay. I'm going to actually, real quick, retroactively move the griffin down five feet so he's next to me. Okay. Vipira. Um, Vipira is going to run down here, mostly to protect Yando, just in case if he pops up south. Okay, and now the floor of this entire room and, uh, and even the hallway south where Vipira and Yando stand... Uh, softens and turns into loose mud and before you all know it you have sunk like chest deep into this mud uh rogiar you're the only person spared from this as you uh as you float above the floor but yeah everybody is now standing in like chest deep mud your movement speed is effectively five feet per round and that would also give you a minus two penalty on attack rolls and AC. Well, this is awful. And we are back to Randolph. Am I able to get out of the... Like, is there any way I can get out of this floor? Like, is there anything in this room that's not this sunk floor? I guess you could, like, climb up on... No, the... I'm going to climb up on the griffin. It's <laughs> 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 my move. I guess you could climb up onto the rubble uh, with a climb check, uh, but okay. you'd basically be still on difficult terrain. You would, well, you would be oh. essentially climbing, and I think you lose your dex to AC while you're climbing, and I don't know if you can attack while you're doing that either. Wow. All right. <laughs> so uh, I'll actually, you know, realize that I'm surrounded by this mud, and I'll just sort of slink into invisibility by casting invisibility and my uh my phantom's gonna hold an action he'll slam slam if something jumps out at me all right well one slam he can one slam well he'll one slam but you know in in his his heart it's it's, in his heart yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's two slams nice in his heart it's two shovels even but call it slam (laughs) one slam you guys got it yeah utrud all right then i'm gonna climb up on top of the griffin and yeah i guess i'll just retrieve the deck and get ready for next turn okay and unless the griffin can do something cool like uh his hover ability that you forgot to mention i don't think there's much he's gonna do this turn yeah even if he could hover like there's just not enough space for him to like fly at all so right it's just it seems very distressed and it's like flapping its wings a lot as if it wants to fly up out of the the sand that it's now sunk into but it just cannot do that uh yando's turn and he's now wading chest deep in the sand uh and he's just he's got nothing else he's just got to keep holding his action uh well real quick vipira as a free action wants to like switch places with uh yando that's not a free action. That's not a free action. Or, well, suggest She can say, him. switch yeah, places yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah, switch places with me. Uh, okay. Well, so Yando could hold his action, or ready an action to move five feet while Vipira moves five feet. All right. Yeah, so Yando will uh, 
to spend his standard action waiting for Vipera to move five feet, and then he'll move five feet. Uh, why Why are Vipera and Yendo doing that, though? I don't know. Because Vipera told him to? Yeah. Right, I'm just wondering what, Tom, what you think you're gaining by that. Uh, in case he pops up uh, from behind, he's not taking Yendo by surprise, who only uses archery. Okay. Okay, Rogar, you're up. All right. Uh, yeah, same as last time. I'm gonna ready, uh, ready a blast for when he shows up. But I will fly. Uh, no, I'll stay right where I am in the corner. I was thinking I want to give myself line of sight, but like everyone's like chest deep in the ground, so I can kind of see everything. Mm. All right. Well, give me a fly check to hover. That's a twenty-three. You hover. Bye, Pira. We switch out. Okay. And I want to go invisible. Okay, so Yannick reappears. He's going, and he's going. He's going to reappear underneath where he last saw Rogyar, the one who really dealt some damage to him. And this is what I get for not moving. Uh, so your standard action goes off, and you can make an attack on him, but that's going to provoke. Yeah, well, I'm going to take it, and I'm going to empower it. Okay, pushing, pushing, infusing. Yes, I will push an infusion to shove him back underground. <laughs> I'll push him away. Yeah, you're not going to shove him underground, but uh, yeah, you can try to push him. But first, that attack of opportunity is going to go off. I got a natural one. Yes. <laughs> Roll to confirm. Uh, that's going to be a 20 to confirm. Uh, that does not confirm that matches. Okay. But that... Happens to be a uh, critical threat. Oh my god. With a 22 to confirm. A 22. You know what? Before you say that, I'm going to hero point it to add four to that. Make it oh, a 26. Oh man. The 26 will confirm. Yeah. <laughs> Magic or bludgeoning crit card. Let's hear it. All right. So, bludgeoning is called broken ribs. Double damage, and the target cannot heal naturally for 1d4 days. Oh, no. Um, okay, yeah, I'm doing the magic one, because this is called Arcane Blast, double damage, and 2d6 random energy damage with a reflex save to have the extra damage. So he needs to do a, he needs a DC 26 reflex. Okay, that is a 16. All right. So the blast damage is... Let's see, 24 and 22 is 46 times one and a half is plus 23. So that's uh, 69 damage on the blast. <laughs> what, excuse me? Yeah, baby. Holy shit, okay. And just as a kicker, it's another seven damage um, of a random element. How many elements are there? Four. Five? Four. There's Four. Fire. electric, fire, cold, acid. Okay. And sonic? No, that's not an element. No, it is an energy type. All right. But we'll just stick with those four. Yeah. Does so, it say element or energy? It says energy. All right. So, yeah, add in that one, too. So there's five. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to roll a d10. We'll go fire is one and two. Cold is three, four. Electric is five, six. Sonic is 7-8, and Acid is 9-10. Okay. That is a 6. That is electricity. So an extra 7 electricity damage on top of the 69 <laughs> bludgeoning magic damage. Okay. So Rogar's Blast of Air had a little static to it. Uh, yeah, it had a fucking entire atmosphere to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I imagine, like, a pearl of thunder or a peal of thunder <laughs> just sounds throughout this entire chamber with Rogiar's blast. And uh, yeah, so Yannick stumbles back, but then he he gets right back up and now he gets a full attack on Rogiar. Bullshit. No way. He gets up after that? All right. Rogiar shot his shot and now he's going to die. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> That's a 28 to hit. Yeah. Okay. That's 11 points of damage. Give me a will save. My best one. Oh, 22. 22 passes. Now, he doesn't get a full round action, right? Because he had to move. He essentially five foot stepped back up. 
So like when he did that thing last turn, he must have moved over to where to this spot so he could just five foot step up. Probably. Otherwise, Alex is just cheating. I got a natural. I'm going 20. with the latter one. Oh I no! Natural twenty on his slam. Oh fuck me! Oh, Who told you you could no. take the power dice out? This is this is my die, and that is a twenty-nine to confirm. Uh huh. This is uh the claw, a slam. So it's bludgeoning. Okay. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is called box the ears, normal damage, and Rogar is deafened for one d four hours. Oh jeez. Okay, uh, that's another 10 points of damage. And there's no save versus the deafened? Nope. Oh, boy. So I imagine this thing's like, he's just like got a hold of Rogar, and he's like biting him, and Rogar's trying to get away, and he just like, boom, and just like like sucker punches Rogar, and just like Rogar seeing stars, and he's got one more slam. That's a 27. Yeah. You take seven points of damage, and oh, you never gave me a will save for the last one. Yeah, so, so that's two, two will saves. saves. Oh, oh fuck! No. Uh, so that's a natural one on the first one. Okay. Uh, so Rogiar, you contract the misfortune curse. <laughs> you will take a minus four penalty on all attack rolls, saving throws, and skill checks, and any critical threat against you is automatically confirmed. So uh, yeah. That's just a permanent curse until something happens to make it go away. Uh, and uh, give me a will save versus the uh, versus his third attack. Uh, that's a 14. 14 will also fail, which means that you will be staggered for one round. Lovely. All right. Uh, it is now Randolph's turn. Well, shit. Um, hmm. I'm invisible, which is great. Mm-hmm. Can I invisibly heal, perhaps? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll make my way to... Oh, how am I going to do that, though? Yeah, you can only sand. move five feet. Your movement speed is five feet, so as a full round action, you can make it to Rogiar. <sighs> You're the worst, Alex. You know what you did here. Yeah. Honestly, would he even be able to reach Rogiar? If he's chest deep in sand and Rogiar's up at the ceiling? Oh, uh, mm. I, I would not. just call out to him, but he's a bit deaf, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. And you're invisible, so he can't see you. <laughs> Dude, no way. That's yeah. hysterical. I'll, I'll say that if you were in the, if you were in his square, like, but beneath him, you'd be able to reach him. I could reach him then. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to try that, and then in the meantime, I'm going to have my phantom... Take a five-foot stepperoo, okay, and uh, attack the try, you know, try to get some heat off of him. Yeah, well, he can. He, it's not a five-foot step because that's all he can move. So that's his move action. So he oh slam. god, <laughs> damn it! Yeah, okay. And here it goes. Fifteen. Fifteen does not hit. Dang. Utrid. Okay. My first thing is my Griffin's gonna take a full round attack. Okay. Uh, Griffin's got minus two penalty on all of his attacks for being in the, in the mud like that. Uh, ooh, so I got a pretty good roll for that. Uh, that's going to be a 20, 25 to hit. That's going to hit with its bite. And then that's an 18 with its talon. That misses. And then, oh, a 23 with its second talon. That hits. Ooh, so that's a min roll with its bite, so that's actually not going to get past the DR. And uh, that's six points of damage with its talons, so that'll deal one point after DR. And yeah, that's the, that's the griffin. All right, and now Uhtred's going to try and smack him with the scimitar and deliver that shocking grass. Okay. Ooh, it's a 14. I'm going to use the hero point to re-roll that. Okay. Okay. Yes! And he rolls a crit threat. The confirmation sucks. It's a 14. Yeah, but you hit. So. Doesn't confirm, but I see you got a 25 with your crit threat roll, and that will hit. Yep. So he's going to take three damage. No, four damage from the scimitar. And then shocking grass is like a lot of d6s. It's uh, 1d6 per level up to five, I believe. 
Alright, so 5d6. She's gonna take 20 lightning damage. That's pretty solid. Yeah. That is pretty good. Um, the electricity damage doesn't seem to bother him, though. Oh, what? You're just making this shit up as we go. Oh, I, w- <laughs> I wish I was. Literally. Literally, we are. Ugh. So it's this thing is like fully focused on on Rogyar, and you just come up behind him and just boom, like right down on his like shoulder, and the electricity is just like, and you're like yes, direct hit, and he just like kind of turns around and smiles. I imagine it's like the owl; his head just swivels backwards and looks yeah. at you. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's Yando's turn. He's just like fuck. It's- Always something new in this fucking tomb. And he's going to take a move action, move five feet north, and then he's going to uh, take a single shot at uh, Yannick, who's got cover. Uh, so that's still going to hit. All right. Arrow gets Yannick in the in the shoulder. Does like a little like... Just seems seems like just kind of like pennies because of uh, Yannick's DR. Ugh. Bow and arrow is not... Uh, the best weapon against a lot of different undead. Rogiar. All right, I am staggered. staggered and deafened. Fuck it. I'm going to take the attack of opportunity and try to blast him again. Nice. I am going to five foot float to the right so that I'm above the <laughs> invisible Randolph. Okay. Just to start trying to get away a little bit. Sure. Um, and I'm going to use my, uh, my internal buffer... I'm going to pull a burn out of there to empower this. Okay. Uh, so first we will uh, do the attack of opportunity. Yeah. That is a 33 to hit. Yeah, that fucking hits. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's 12 points of damage. Okay. Give me another will save. 11. So I'm All going right. to be staggered again. Correct. Uh, so, yeah, you can now uh, let loose. It's a 20 to hit. A 20 does not hit. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. Okay, Vipira, you're up. Vipira's gonna swim up five feet. Okay. That's the end of her turn. I don't really have anything else going on. Okay, uh, it's Yannick's turn, and uh, he's going to... <clears throat> I mean, Rogyar's the single biggest threat here. So that is a uh, 29 versus Rogyar's AC. Yeah. Okay. That's eight points of damage. Okay. That's a 24 to hit. Yeah, that hits. So he bites Rogiar again, then he gets him with another slam. And that's 12 points of damage. Okay. And Rogiar falls unconscious. Not dying, but unconscious from burn. Okay. And with that, uh, Yannick's going to turn around, and he's going to take another swing at Uhtred. That's going to be a 20 to hit. Okay. Is that within five? Nope. Okay. Uh, Randolph, you're up. All right. I think someone needs a heal. Yeah, Rogier just kind of landed on top of you. uh, (laughs) You're kind of like right in your arms. (laughs) That's uh, that's perfect. Yeah. I um, I think how fortuitous this is that the person I was trying to get to just you know really got under that foul ball. (laughs) And um, I do my best healing, which is I don't think anyone gave me that bead. Is that correct? I don't think they did either. Yeah, the Yendo's technically still holding on to it. Yeah. Okay. I would have used that if I had it. Cure moderate wounds. So that'll be 19 healing. Not too bad. Okay. Do you do anything with your move action? Um, jeez. Carry me away. (laughs) (laughs) Can I? Can I move away from this thing? I'm going to say that... No, you can't. If you're, right. if you, if you had more than five feet of movement, then I'd say yes. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, jeez. I cast my heal, and then I'll. I gotta stay next to Rogar. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just holding this man in my arms. Uh, no, I'm not gonna do anything with my movement. All right. What's the lies gonna do? The old Phantom is going to, since he doesn't have to move, get his double slam. Get his money's worth now. Okay. Just wail on him. Yeah. And here it comes. 14 for the first one. That does not hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait for the second one. 26. 26 totally hits. Yeah. Eight damage. 
All right. And uh, that all gets Whew. through. Yeah. Magical bludgeoning damage. Okay. Excellent. Yannick's still up, though. Yeah. So is Rogar. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, okay, Uhtred, you're up next. Probably, uh, it's probably a little dismaying to uh, see that your entire shock and grass spell was ineffective. Yeah. Uh, it's also not great that none of my other offensive spells are going to do much to um All right, the griffin's going to take another full round on him. Okay, I love this part. Me too. <laughs> uh, that's a 16 to hit. That's a miss. And that's a 9 to hit. That's a miss. Oh, and then a 20 to hit. That's a miss. Uhtred is going to cast defensively. Okay. And he's going to cast Frostbite. Uh-oh. Oh, no. It's a natural one. That's For a total good. of? Uh, 12. Okay. That's Which is not, not enough. Yeah, that fails. So, it, fortunately, it doesn't provoke. Unfortunately, that means that you fail to cast the spell but you still lose the spell as if you had cast it. And it means I can't take a swing with my scimitar now because I'm not delivering the spell. Uh, I mean, you can still... No, you can still swing your sword. You're just not... Right? right. Because you can cast a spell and do a full attack action. Right. You're right. You're right. All right. So then I'll just swing my plus one keen scimitar. Okay. That's a critical threat. Yep, because it's a 17 on the dice. Yep. Okay. So we gotta roll a d20. Well, first off, uh, does a 24 hit? 24 hits. Yeah, because even though it's a crit threat, that's not an automatic hit unless it's a 20. And then the confirmation was a 17. Then it looks like it's just five magic damage. Okay. Unfortunately, it doesn't break through his DR. Oh, now it's Yando's turn. He's going to move another five feet, kind of clear a path for Vipira. He's going to turn around. He's going to take one single attack. Natural four, that's going to miss. Rogiar, you are awake and prone. Kind of like half buried in the mud. But I can still fly. But I assume because I kind of fell into the mud, I would need to actually spend a move action to move and not... I wouldn't just be able to fly up to five feet as a five-foot step. Correct. All right. Well, I am going to try to... uh, I'm going to try to acrobatics to avoid the attack of opportunity and try to get away. I don't know if you can, because your movement speed is halved when you're doing that. If you hold your action, I could potentially drag you out. Would that work? Would Viper be able to just like pull me out? Would I just be like a willing recipient of like a reposition action or something? Ugh, mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> you did this. Okay, yeah. So Vipira moves five feet north as a standard action. She can then reposition Rogyar, and that's technically not that's technically forced movement, so it wouldn't provoke. Alright, so yeah, I will ready a blast for when Vipira pulls me out. Alright, so is Vipira repositioning Rogyar? Well, I suggested it, yeah. <laughs> that would be such a <laughs> troll move. That really would. <laughs> All right, so uh, tell me what square you move Rogar into. I move him over just into... Uh, push ju- him. Just, just lift him up over your head, and he'll float. <laughs> I mean... Push, push him five feet east. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I push him uh, south of me, I guess. Okay. All right. Do I have line of sight from there? Yeah, but he's got cover behind everybody. All right. So I'm not going to spend the burn. I'll just... Yeah, 16's definitely not going to hit. Nope. So it is now Yannick's turn again. And uh, he's going to focus on Uhtred. That's a natural 20. (laughs) Go mirrors. (laughs) Uh, That's an 18 to confirm. So not a crit, but let's uh, look at mirrors now. Uh, How many mirror images do you have? Six. Six? Okay, so I'm going to roll a d8. Ignore the eight, and a one is Uhtred. That's a seven, so it hits a mirror. Nice. Then that is another 18 to hit. 18 misses, and it doesn't take out a mirror. And that's a 15 to hit. Same thing. Where the fuck were those rolls against Rogan? Yeah, seriously. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. No, 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 it's canon. You can't go back. (laughs) 
That last one was a 25 to hit, not a 15. It doesn't hit, but it does take out a mirror. Okay. All right, uh, Randolph. Yeah, I'm going to continue to do some healing. All right. That may or may not surprise you. Does not. And the healing is going to be still a cure moderate because I believe we're in some dire situation. Rogier will never turn down a heal. And geez, good thing I <laughs> this was my last one was good. This one is awful. Uh, ten. That's two d eight plus six for a ten. You know what? That's ten more than I had. So thank you. That's what uh, I like is, to hear. Is Randolph going to do anything with his move action? No, I think the move action is gonna get wasted again by me doing nothing. All right. But you know what my phantom pal is gonna do? What's that? Two slams. Okay. 17. 17 misses. Okay, then 16 definitely misses. Yep. And Uhtred. Okay. Um, Griffin's going to make his full round attack. Okay. Ooh, that's going to hit. That's going to hit. And that's going to hit. That's a miss. That'll be one point of damage after DR. Hey, we're making progress. And three points of damage after DR. Whoa. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, now what? All right, now we're gonna we got we got to change things up here. So instead of swinging the scimitar, Uhtred is going to kind of hold up his offhand. You know, see kind of like this glowing appear, and he's gonna shoot a disrupt undead. Ooh, okay. And that's a seventeen against his touch AC. Is Uhtred gonna cast defensively? He sure is. Uh, 13. A 13's gonna fail, so, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a zero level spell. Yeah, so the DC is 15 plus double the spell level, so. 15. <laughs> fail. Yeah. Uh, okay. My, my Griffin's doing great work. Yes. Uh, and it's Yando's turn, and he's gonna full attack. Natural 20. Confirm it, baby. Oh my god, that might actually confirm. <laughs> Come on, Yando. Confirms. Undead nice. favored enemy. Oh that no was, way! That was a natural five confirm. Oh, fuck! Uh oh, this is this is a bad crit. Um, this is called Stinger. Normal damage, and the target is sickened for one d six rounds. Which Ooh. you know, it's an undead; it can't be sickened. Yeah. So that was just a straight damage nerf. So it's still double, but still, it, it should be triple damage. I feel. And uh, then his second attack is also a hit. Uh, so the first first attack is still doubled. Ooh, it's gonna be twenty one damage before dr. This dude has, like, a Snorlax amount of fucking health. <laughs> well, Seriously. Well, no, it's just, like, outside of me, everyone's doing, like, little dinky, like, one and two points of damage. I mean, Excuse you did 76 you. damage. Like, that yeah. is a stack of health. That's yeah. double <laughs> Uchard's health. And um, Kwikuvu's may or may not have some fast healing. Oh, that you've just been not describing this whole fight? He looks healthier every round. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, I may have forgotten about it until fairly recently and went, well, fuck. But so, yes, uh, every six seconds or so, a little bit of the damage that Rogiar dealt to it has been wiped clean. I mean, he's still he still looks like he's taken a lot of damage. But yeah, so that's uh, that is a thing. And here's uh, Yando's second damage. Rogia, you're up. Alright. I'm going to uh, float over here just to get more of a clear shot at this thing. I think I'm no longer staggered because that's only one round at a time. I have the that curse, is correct. the stagger is only but one I, round But I will say that it's It'll. I, I'd say it'll, it's a move action to kind of like get up out of this uh, out of the mud because you were like you okay. got dragged around by Vipera, but you were still essentially like quote unquote prone, right? So as a, as a as a move action, you can be flying, but like in the square that you started. Okay. Well, then I, I still can't do like a five foot move here, right? No. Okay. Well, then I'll just take my shot at him with the cover again, I guess, and that's a miss. Dude. Vipira, as a full round action, you can get into a flanking position. 
That's what I want to do, but also I don't. It's also going to provoke. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, actually, she's going to tell... Uh, oh, wait, no. Vipira's invisible. Oh, right. Hey, I'm moving. Let's go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> your movement provokes. <laughs> he sees invisibility. His fucker's got, like, tremor rude. sense or something. Yeah, mm. that's so rude. He, he baited you so hard. So the sense that he has that he can locate Vipira with is not precise enough to give him attacks of opportunity versus Vipira moving. So okay, yeah. But so it's one of those, he knows Vipira is there, but not precisely enough to attack her for moving. Correct. Okay. Uh, it is now Yannick's turn. He's going to continue uh, whittling away at Uhtred's mirrors. Uh, that is a thirty-one to hit. Roll. Yep. We're gonna have to roll for that one. Okay, so I'm rolling D6, ignoring the 6, and a 1 is Uhtred. That's a 1. You take 10 points of damage, and give me a will save. Oh, it's not good. Uh-oh. It's a 10. You contract the misfortune curse. Okay. All right, that's going to be an 18 to hit that on misses. its second attack. And it doesn't break a mirror. All right, and another 18 to hit. Okay, Randolph. Ah, jeez. Um... So, I've got some bad news. I'm out of Cure Moderates, so that's fun. It seems like we need to kill this thing since it's been healing, so that's fun. I think the only one who's uh, really taken damage is Rogar. Yeah. Right, and he's also the guy I want to keep alive on account of all his fucking damage. Of that ten that I took, five also got turned into non-lethal. Okay. Right. Can I tell what Rogar looks like, you know, in terms of <laughs> on a scale of one, one to whatever his HP is? Do I know approximately how much I've healed him? Rogar definitely looks better and bruised, but he, is, he doesn't look like he's about to collapse either. He's also okay. not right up in the guy's face anymore. Right. So can I reach Rogar from where I am? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to heal... I'm going to use a Cure Light on Rogyar, and then next turn, I'm going to go into offense mode, assuming no one else gets absolutely friggin' dusted. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Ah, jeez. All right, seven. All right. That was almost as and... much as your Cure Moderate last turn. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're all, we're all having fun. <laughs> all right, and uh, nothing with your move action again? Nothing with my move action, but I will... I want those, uh, those what you call them, the slams. Hell yeah. So, let's slam. Oh, baby. 17? 17 does not hit. Okay, don't worry about that one. 24. 24 does hit. 10 damage, baby. The other one was going to be for 10 damage, too. You're so lucky. All right, so, uh, yeah. Uh, the Thalias Phantom smacks Yannick pretty good. And, and uh, kills him? No, he just takes it. Not, That's what this guy does. Not quite. <laughs> yeah, he he takes it. He, he looks like he's getting pretty uh, pretty close. Uhtred. All right. Well, the Griffin is going <laughs> to continue being my MVP, and this time he gets <laughs> flanked because of Vipira. Oh, that's true. Okay. So it's just going to gonna even out. He's not going to get that minus two anymore for being half submerged in cool. the mud. Get him, boy. That's a miss. And that's a miss. And that's a hit. Okay. It's another two points of damage after uh, DR. <laughs> it's more than I'm doing. It's a, hey, it's something, right? <laughs> All right. I'm going to cast defensively. It was a 19 on the concentration, but then a, a 9 to hit his touch AC. Yeah. You, uh, you successfully cast the spell this time, but you miss. Yando's turn. That's going to hit from Yando. And another hit from Yando. Come on, buddy. Yando, Yando. Oh, that's a max roll. Oh, the Fandos are out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, almost a max roll. I think he did it on his first hit, but yeah, Yando's just like, boom, boom. And finally, the the dark magics holding Yannick's form together finally break apart. And with some concussive force Yannick falls apart and uh, all the all of the pieces of Yannick just slowly sink beneath the mud inert 
Fuck that guy. So what do we do now, guys? How are you feeling, Rogyar? You took a lot of damage back there. Uh, Rogyar doesn't Rogar. even answer. He's not. He's not looking at you, so he has no idea you're talking to him. <laughs> Go up and poke him. Hey, hey, you all right, pal? Back. You took a lot of damage back there. What? Damage. Are you all right? Rogar just like looks at you like, I, are you? I I can't hear you. Are you are you talking? My God, he's deaf. What do you mean he's deaf? And he can't hear us. Ugh, that God. monster. Well, I I don't think there's much we can do to fix that. I hope it heals naturally on its own. Yando yeah, wades through the mud at Rogar. Says, uh, "Let me take a look." And Uhtred's gonna get Rogar's attention. And he's going to start in sign language signing, Do you, can you sign? Frogger makes some like unintelligible hand gestures back to you that means absolutely nothing. So meanwhile, Yando's kind of like checking out Rogyar, making a heel check. Says, well, yeah, he, he, he's pretty fucking deaf, but I think it'll wear off with a little bit of time. What, what should we do? Well, does anyone else need any healing? I did my best on Rogyar. And actually, I'm going to give Rogar another few uh, lesser wounds. For the most part, it seems like the majority of us got out of this unscathed in one way or another. If we want to move on, or if we want to see if Rogar's hearing comes back. We kind of remember the layout because we went through it in the boneyard. Um... Do we know, like, kind of roughly where we are? Are we a quarter of the way through, halfway, three quarters? Give me an intelligence check. That guy felt really strong, too. Like, I hope I'd be really happy if that was the big baddie of it. Uh, You healed eight, by the way, Rogar. Oh, thank you. Uh, Fifteen on the intelligence check. Uh, Seventeen for Vipira. Okay. Any other... Uh, oh, Rogyar, you care to make an intelligence? I have no idea what they're talking about, so. Okay. Well, Uhtred, yeah. So, Uhtred and Vipira, you would, uh, you would remember that if you keep going north, you'll hit that room that you fought your first Ostavite in, inside the skeleton, and, uh, adjacent to that room is the room that you remember waking up in. Okay, um, I wanted to detect magic. Is the sand gone? Are we back to normal surfaces? Nope. You're still wading through uh, chest deep mud. So yeah, you're not you're not detecting any uh, any magical auras in this uh, in this area. Well, it feels like we are kind of getting closer towards the end. Vipir wouldn't mind moving on. Have you guys been here before? What do you mean the end? Uh, we we this is where we woke up in Rossler's tomb in the boneyard. Oh, so while we have not walked through his tomb on this plane, we have on another. Very interesting. Yes, yes. Very. Did I? No. Adventurers and Thaliah. Yes. That was quite. Just sort of mumbled to myself. <laughs> so you continue north, and you're in another hallway. And about halfway up, there's a small alcove. Broken stone shelves and half-open cabinets line the walls. The hallway here runs southwest from where you came and to northeast. You're detecting two magical auras. Uh, so give me two spellcraft checks. Uh, first one's an 18, second one's a 17. Hmm. Spellcraft. Oh! Natural one. <laughs> Not Randall. He does have a plus six, but yeah, that didn't go well. How about the second spellcraft check? Oh, yeah, the second one? Yeah. That one actually, uh, eh, not much better. <laughs> 13. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Uhtred, you identify, you identify the first magical aura as a candle of truth. This white tallow candle, when burned, calls into place a zone of truth spell in a five-foot radius centered on the candle. The zone lasts for one hour while the candle burns. If the candle is snuffed before that time, the effect is canceled and the candle is ruined. Okay. Probably just put that in one of the backpacks. Okay. The other magical aura that you didn't identify is a... What looks like a brick of incense. Put it in the backpack? Okay. Small rectangular block of sweet-smelling incense. Okay. Moving on. It's a good day to die. Hmm. Uh, what kind of... How many heals could Randolph possibly have left? 
Uh, not too many, boss. Well, the fact that he's got any left is kind of impressive. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, oh, we might want to hand him I, off the. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good to see that. Yando refuses. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he wouldn't. He uh, he he looks relieved to not have it anymore. Actually, oh, this bead has mighty power, and I just sort of rub it. Yes. Oh, I, yes, that'll do nicely. So you guys continue to move northeast, and uh, niches line the northern and eastern walls of this chamber, empty save for a few ancient rags and a discarded boot. Hallways exit the chamber to the west and the southwest where you came from. Uh, detect magic. You are detecting a single magical aura coming from a discarded boot in one of the niches. I got a 28 on my spellcraft. You just barely get it. Uh, you identify the magical aura of a dark blue rhomboid iron stone. Ooh. And you know that uh, the stone grants the user the effects of the alertness feat. Oh, nice. Which is a plus two bonus on perception and sense motive checks. And, uh, yeah, you would find this uh, iron stone uh, stuffed down the toe of this uh, discarded boot. That's lucky. Uh, I vote that it goes to Rogyar. Uh, Rogyar doesn't need it, actually. That's true. He has the alertness feed anytime his familiar uh, is in yeah. his mind. I wouldn't mind it, but I'm not aching for it. If Randolph has a better has a better reason to have well, it. I kind of like Randolph having it, so when we meet people, he has a good sense motive and knows if they're lying or not, but he's so just like you know, kind of crazy that we can never really trust what he says. (laughs) That's, uh, yeah. That's pretty good analysis. That might be more up Vipira's alley in that case, but... I I mean, it's up to you two. I don't care who gets it. I don't care either. Alright, Vipira places it above my head. uh, Above her head. Alright, what do you guys do? Uh, From your memory of the layout of this place, to go west is to go into the room that you woke up in. All right, let's go do it. I got to know if my fucking body's there or something. Yeah. This is what we've been working for ever since we came back in this place. We need to know what's in there. Hey, there's only one in there? You travel west. There's two in there. And half a dozen alcoves run along the northern wall here. Stone sarcophagi occupy the two furthest alcoves to the west. Faint carvings of humanoid figures can be seen within each alcove. A corridor exits to the east where you came from, and part of the southern wall has collapsed to reveal a passage to another chamber. Hey, isn't this where we woke up? It is Rogar. And then it kind of dawns on me that he can't hear, so I, <laughs> I turn up to my shoulder and like yank on his pant leg. When he looks down, I just nod my head up and down. And as I nod my head up and down, I sign the sign yes. Because I'm going to have to start teaching all you idiots sign language. (laughs) And then, actually, can I take a free action to shake my head side to side for no and sign that in hopes that Rogyar's smart enough to be able to start signing yes and no quickly? What if he just shakes his head yes and no? Can I I make a (laughs) linguistics check to see how well I portray it? Uh, sure. 18. All right. I mean, I, f- I feel like nodding and shaking your head yes and no is exactly the same as like a hand sign yes and no. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the teaching right. somebody not wrong, teaching somebody yes and no via hand signs is probably pretty easy to do. So probably sticks with uh, Rogar. So, yeah, what do you guys do? It's, uh, there are pointedly no bodies in this room. There are two stone coffins in the far western corner. And, uh, and you said in the alcoves they depict humanoids? Yeah, humanoid figures uh, can faintly like, be seen. Like, we can't make anything out? Like, is there... How many are there? Like, number-wise? I mean, there's six alcoves in total. They've faded quite a bit with time, but you think maybe you can see the scimitar-wielding human, male human, that you saw in the Boneyard version of this room. 
and you think maybe you can see the dwarf and you think maybe you can see the the clawed female and you know so on and so forth do i see a shovel wielding paladin you never saw a shovel wielding paladin in the first one but you did see an armored human wearing uh wielding a, a longsword that looked uh vaguely like Thalias at the time all right and detect magic and rogier is gonna look around those uh around those the sarcophagi yep and utrid's gonna do it but he's gonna wait until the detect magic goes off you are detecting uh magical auras coming from oh. the coffins so two spellcraft checks yeah well, let's go see what we can find well oh terrible 13 and a 15 uh yeah you're not sure hope it's nothing bad rogier <laughs> yeah rogier got a 14 perception to, to i guess like rifle through the the coffins and see what's over there your rogier went and opened the coffins yeah i guess okay uh so you open up the eastern coffin and uh you see some old bones and tattered burial wraps, a rusty sword, but there's a very, very nice-looking heavy steel shield. You open the western sarcophagus, and uh, I'm going to need a fortitude save. Okay. And give yourself a plus two bonus. So that's going to be a 28. I know that's my best save, but I got a freaking minus four on these things. <laughs> I'm also going to need fortitude saves from Vipira, Randolph, Randolph's Phantom, and the Griffin, which I will make for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what do we got? Six. Oh, no. Nine. Oh, my other one was an 18. Okay. So Rogar opens this coffin, and he doesn't hear the, uh, the explosion of sound that emits from it, but he can certainly still feel it. Okay, let's just see what this is. What? Oh, God. The sarcophagus deals 35 damage. Rogiar and Randolph, you take half that. So only 17. Yeah, but the Griffin, Thalias's Phantom, and Vipera take all 35. And uh, the three of you are also uh, deafened. Join me <laughs> for two hours. Real quick, how much damage was it? Did you say thirty-five? Yeah. And what happens when my ectoplasm has negative HP? Uh, he gets shunted back to your consciousness, and I don't think you can summon him again for twenty-four hours. But remember, too, like if you want to, you could take like however much would put him negative. You could take that onto yourself to save him from taking it. Yeah. Okay, that's so he right. Doesn't get so, yeah. Jeez. I don't really want to take more. Um, and if he's alive with one HP, does that even really help me? Well, it is action economy. It could be one extra. Attack. Yeah. That's and true. I, I think it's just a. I think it's like, like so you, so you can keep him alive at one hit point, and then like, cast put him back in your consciousness, <laughs> and you still get like benefits but if he goes down to zero hit points then you don't gain those benefits from him being in your consciousness okay well i'll take i'll take two damage and uh keep him alive okay what happens if he puts him into his consciousness does he recover health that way no the phantom always gets like whenever he fully manifests it it comes back at exactly the health that it was at before um, if it goes negative, and I guess when it goes negative, it actually gets like banished to the ethereal plane. And when you resummon it after that, it comes back at half health. And you have to just use heals on it. It doesn't gain health back in any natural way. Yeah, that is correct. So yeah, this this room just fucking like exploded. So it's just a trap. Is there anything else in that coffin? Yeah, there is actually. Uh, you see what well, looks like a magical staff. All right. Well, after I open it and get blasted into the ceiling, I'm going to float back down and <laughs> pick up the staff. 
Uh, Rogiar picks up the staff and kind of like holds it out to the rest of the group. Like, hey guys, look what was in there. Oh, cool, yeah. <coughs> Great. Viper, you hear nothing. Nobody well, here heard that but me and Yendo, huh? And Randolph passed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that did suck. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god. No, I, I'm okay right now. Rogar, what do you have in your hands there? What? Rogar. Rogar. <laughs> I don't know, but I found a staff. I don't know. I don't remember how staffs work in... Uh, it's like wands, staffs, rods are all in their little family or something. Yeah, staves technically like they hold specific spells in them, and when you cast them, they're done. But you can refill them by basically feeding it your own spell slots to recharge it. Randolph didn't roll spellcraft, I don't believe, on this stuff. Yeah, I did. Did you? Didn't I? No, this is the seven thirteen was on. Oh, stuff, oh I, see, I see. Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I'll roll a couple spellcrafts for you. 18 to 22. Uh, you identify the uh, shield as a plus one bashing heavy steel shield. Ah, uh, yes, a plus one bashing heavy steel shield. Plus one bashing? Hmm. Yeah, what does bashing do? I don't know. I believe uh, it. if you do a shield slam, it treats the shield as uh, one size category larger. Two size categories larger. Two? Holy shit. So a medium light shield would deal 1d6 damage, and a medium heavy shield would deal 1d8 damage. Damn. The shield acts as a plus one weapon when used to bash. And how about the good old staff? Oh, uh, he does not identify the staff. Oh, my bad. I don't know what this one is. Well, I guess we just have to take it with us. There's nothing else in the room. There's no, like, you know, I don't know, four or five potions of... uh... Cure. Uh, cure blindness, deafness. Super, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do we do now? We keep going. What? Well, <laughs> I know my breath reeks. How, 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 how hurt are you? Ran- Randolph, how hurt are you? Oh, pretty hurt. And uh, I'll tell you, my friend here is quite hurt as well. He's hanging on only by one piece of vitality. I mean, I'm not hurt that bad. Yendo, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. What the yeah. fuck's the matter with those three? I, I, think I, I, the, I mean, I know Rogyar can't hear, but... I, I think the sound from that explosion made it so that Vipira is also deaf. And based on how my griffin's acting, I'm not sure he can hear either at the moment. Uh, no, a- I'm not hungry. It does <laughs> hurt a lot, though. What a clusterfuck. It sounds like Rogyar's hurt. A lot. Again. Again. <laughs> Rogiar and Vipira, I'd like a will save from each of you. Yeah, 18. 16. They're not the best will saves I've ever seen. They're not the worst either. So, it's always awkward when there's, like, adjacent rooms that aren't closed off by, like, a door or something. Yeah, because we're definitely making a fucking racket. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the explosion took care yep. of any... Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, just for the sake of, like, this is how far into this room you guys would be able to see just from the dancing lights that are probably above Vipira's head. I do have dark vision, too, but, yeah, whatever. Oh, uh, okay. Well, Rugi, I'd probably be able to have seen this room then. I mean, Vipira's still invisible from the last encounter. She didn't get off that attack. She never switched it off. Uhtred, why don't you give me a will save instead, then? What? Why? Because Vipira is invisible. Yeah, Vipira. We're being targeted by something. 24. Nice. So, you would have been able to see into this room, and you'd have just seen um, just more uh, several thick stone slabs ringing the edges of this room. It just looks like more, like sarcophagi. Rogar and Uhtred, after a minute or so of checking out the sarcophagi, setting off that trap, shouting back and forth to each other. Uh, the two of you would feel this like weird assault on your mind. You're both able to fight it off, but then you would, uh, you'd be aware of four creatures in this room. Two of them, silken robes drape these androgynous 
fiends' forms. Providing only an outline of the body beneath, claw-tipped tentacles emerge from the cuffs, while below its robes, margins, multiple jointed legs, almost like a reptilian insect's end in claws. Their faces remain perpetually covered by a dark veil, and a trio of long forked tongues periodically emerge from their rounded mouths. Ugh. Ah, what are those things? The other two figures, about uh, house cat sized, ever gnashing maws filled with row after row of mismatched teeth, dominates these frightful creatures' orb-like bodies, and the uh, the robed creatures are they're hovering over the ground similar to Rogyar, and uh, they say, Who are you that we find in this tomb of death? But uh, Uhtred and Randolph and Yando are the only three that can even hear this. Actually, these creatures have telepathy, so everybody hears it. Oh, that's freaky. Uh, (laughs) Vipira turns face towards them you two must be the keepers around here and she's still invisible one of them just says it seems to be looking right at you vipira but maybe not it's it's not like you think maybe it just knows where you are not it it might not be able to see you specifically but it just says we are here drawn to this place of death such mass death it calls to us like moths to the flame we must study it learn its secrets you are the key to the secrets we will dissect your souls so that we might learn whose secrets they don't deign to answer everybody roll initiative next week on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Another week of pain. Just how I like it. See ya! See ya! See ya! See ya!